Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. A day in the life with Live Mike. Lee Lonsberry talks with the candidates about the issues important to you. This week, the race for Utah Attorney General. Welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. Excited about this next conversation. As you heard there described, the segment is entitled A Day in the Life. Uh, the candidates, uh, as you well know, have made their positions known. They have, uh, some of them have participated in debates. Uh, the, the debate between, uh, the candidates for attorney general, the debate, uh, the debate which has been, uh, sanctioned by the Utah Debate Commission does take place, uh, a week from tomorrow. Looking very much forward to that. Uh, but m- my curiosity here as we have, uh, embarked on this segment periodically is to peel back the curtain a little bit and have a look at what exactly goes into, uh, running for office? What are some of the uh, day-to-day motivations? What are the interactions with would-be constituents? Uh, and how has, of course, uh, the coronavirus impacted the way you know campaigns are handled? Uh, joining us now is Democratic candidate for Attorney General of the state of Utah, uh, Greg Scordas, a name you have uh, heard plenty of times before. Uh, Greg, sir, how are you? Hey, I'm great, Lee. Nice to hear from you. Yeah, likewise. I was thinking about the calendar, and if I remember correctly, you made uh, your announcement that you'd be running for this position uh, right about the time uh, COVID showed up here and had its uh, dramatic impact on our on our lives. Could you have imagined what you'd be embarking on and the circumstances under which you'd be campaigning uh, the day you announced? <laughs> No, and I and I watch you uh, do the show from that uh, looks like your home once in a while. So mm. you you know you know the same thing. And actually, Lee, we announced the week that COVID sort of hit hard, and there were a series of terrible earthquakes that same week. So it was a it was a really interesting uh, first few days in the campaign. You've run for this office in the past. In 2004, uh, you attempted to become Utah's uh, attorney general. How have the past number of months campaigning in this uh, environment compared to your first effort? Well, you mentioned a minute ago that we are having our debate next Wednesday, and that will be the first time that I've even seen my opponent, let alone debated him. Uh, When we ran in 2004, we had uh, forums, debates, we probably uh, hooked up a half dozen times uh, prior to the election, uh, the, the, my opponent and I, and it was Mark Shirtliff at the time, who is actually a friend of mine now. Um, we also, we just had all these meet and greets, and you would have these events at these restaurants and people's homes, and you could shake hands with people, and we just haven't done hardly any of that. Uh, the conventions themselves, we were traveling all over the state t- attending these conventions, and we did all of those 
online. So everything has changed. Just just everything. It's it's like something I couldn't even have imagined. Have you found a way to to overcome that challenge? Are you proficient with Zoom and Teams and all the video conferencing tools right now? Is that an effective medium for you? You know, I think I think we've learned something, Lee. I mean, I now do court uh, via Zoom and WebEx, and it, it it may be the the wave of the future in some things. I mean, I can sit at my desk and attend because I have three computer screens now in my office, but I can attend court in three different counties uh, without even moving. So, in some respects, the necessity that this is all created. Um, has been helpful and may end up being good. Uh, we certainly are not driving as much, but I'm old school. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm an old man and it's been hard for me to uh, keep up with the technology. It, and that's been a little bit difficult, but, but I've figured it out. Like I say, I've got the computer screen set up and some are on zoom, WebEx, Google, whatever. I mean, you just have to know and be in touch with each judge or in the case of the campaign, each uh, jurisdiction, you know, county that's having an event or, or group, a civic group that's having an event, and make sure you log in and try to make sure that, that the uh, camera is set just right and your sound is right and hope that there are not any glitches. Yeah. We have, during the course uh, of this segment, this Day in the Life segment we've been running for some time now, and also as you flip on the, the TV or listen to the radio, you hear ads uh, so often for uh, legislative races, in particular uh, Utah's 4th Congressional District. That's a heated one. Uh, there's much advertising there. Uh, and for the, for the most part, uh, I think voters, uh, myself included, we have a, a good, thorough understanding of the job of a legislator, specifically a, a would-be member of Congress. They uh, you know, have to be be expert in all things, ready to either propose legislation or vote on something. Uh, but the nature of your job is so entirely different, or rather the, the job that you're seeking. Uh, Attorney General, if you could, would you give us just the, the, the Cliffsnose version of, of exactly what is the task of Attorney General? Well, the short answer is that the Attorney General is, at least the way I'm approaching it, the attorney for the state. Now, you know, if you're in Salt Lake City, uh, we have a Salt Lake City attorney. If you're in Salt Lake County or Davis County, they have county attorneys. They handle city affairs and county affairs, respectively. But the attorney general is the attorney for the state of Utah, and that includes not just uh, criminal cases within the, the state, but uh, cases involving state agencies, state, cases involving state parks, state roads, state anything. Um, but But it's an attorney role. It's really not... A, a, a politician role. I've often thought that the attorney general race should not even be a partisan race. Not, it doesn't really make a difference whether you're Democrat or Republican. I think it's a race that should be held by or an office rather that should be held by the better attorney, if you will. Uh, and people do ask me a lot that very question. I, I think it's a, it's a good question, Lee. That is, you know, what does the attorney general do? Um, the attorney general also sort of manages the, the largest law firm in the state. There are hundreds of lawyers that work in that office that are all over the state that do all kinds of, of jobs uh, from to guardian ad litem to appeals. Some do criminal work and some are just uh, doing civil work and helping the state negotiate contracts and that type of thing it's it's a it's a really fascinating office you you mentioned that uh you're you're 
you know, questioning the the need for the position to be a, a partisan uh, election. Should it be an election at all? Should it be? Should the office of attorney general be an elected office? Well, the alternative is that it's appointed, and of course it would be appointed uh, by either the legislature or the governor, and in that respect it would end up being a very partisan uh, position. But I think that attorneys need to have uh, independence and need to have judgment independent of whoever appoints them to a certain position. Uh, so in that respect, I don't think it should be appointed. Mm. I do think it's appropriate that the voters weigh in and that the attorney have that a legal independence that, that we try to have when we're practicing law in our own capacities and what I do in my private firm, uh, rather than have somebody that sort of tells you, here's the agenda, here's what we want done, here's what we need you to, here's a position we want you to take, so to speak. The attorney general should never be in a position where they're being told to take a certain position because the position is always what's consistent with the law, what's consistent with the the desires of your client and the client isn't the, the the governor or the legislator if you will it's the people the people of the state of utah and so to me the people should be the ones that select the attorney general and that's the way we do it uh, it's just it's just it's just the partisan part of it i i don't necessarily agree with but that's how we're going to do it and that's how we'll probably do it for years and years and years to come sure uh that'll do it uh, greg scored is democratic candidate for attorney general thank you for your time best of luck to you uh next wednesday evening the utah debate commission will host the the one and only debate between uh the two candidates greg scordis and sean reyes republican nominee and incumbent uh he also i'll point out will be joining us for the same segment uh at two o'clock on thursday we'll look at a day in the life of sean reyes the candidate uh but greg thank you for your time uh best of luck to you thanks lee It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.